Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Oh, tell where are you calling from? Yes, I'm on Maui. Oh, yes. Oh, that is so beautiful. Absolutely. All right. And I would love to introduce you. We're going to speak about heart chakra, our favorite right chakra. <laughs> I guess, but everything is so magnified. All right. And Megan is vitality coach personal trainer and yoga instructor and she's on the mission to give people the tools that they need to live move and feel their best and her passion is helping female online entrepreneurs commit to consistent yoga practice so they are vibrantly energized and taking empowered actions <laughs> toward their dream oh i love that thank, yeah, you good. <laughs> thank you for coming on this is so beautiful i think yoga is definitely in need and i'm probably going to be your first client today because i just sitting online doing the work and i've done my job i was going to yoga when the gyms was open but when the COVID hit I'm like lazy bunny. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> me my girls, like me, my community and just, yeah, missing out. Well, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about yourself and how we are trans- going to translate that heart chakra through our business in here with you. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And yes, so as I mentioned, I do live on the island of Maui. I'm originally from Canada, but I've been doing this work, doing personal training and teaching yoga for 15 years. And originally I kind of came to this work because I studied gerontology. So gerontology is the study of aging. And I decided, you know, I cannot do that. I'm I'm like too sensitive to go work at a retirement home or a facility like that. And so I decided to take a more preventative approach to aging. And that's through exercise and movement and breathing and mindset and all those key tools. And so that's been a passion for me to be able to share that. And especially, you know, so many of us are in front of the computer all day. Case in point, we both are right now. And so it's really about making sure that we keep our body really strong and healthy and move it through its normal range of motion, but specifically take it out of this like slouched over the keyboard posture all day long, right? And so we can really stay strong and healthy, but actually keep the heart chakra open because when we slouch, everything gets pulled forward, right? Because your beautiful head is pretty much anywhere between eight and 12 pounds. And so as we get, you know, we get into our zone or we get focused on something or we're not mindful of our posture, your head starts to kind of move forward. And so as your head moves forward of your shoulders, it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And it pulls us into that kind of rounded, I call it the ouchy slouchy posture. So we get all like slouched out which actually causes a closure. I'll pull this down a little bit. So it causes our, a closure of the heart chakra, right? So when we're sitting like this and we're slouched, see the difference between me there. It's a very big difference and you can feel it in yourself, right? So let's do a quick little experiment. So let's all sit up as tall as we can or stand up and then just close your eyes. And I want you to take a big deep breath into your belly. Good. 
Good. So try to breathe in as much as you can. Breathe in, breathe out. Good. Okay. So you're going to use that as your kind of baseline. Okay. So now show me your best. Oh man, I got a lot to do posture, like really round yourself out. So slouch over, like pretend you got your keyboard. Yeah. There you go. Good. Look forward, slouch, and now try it. Just really go for it. Oh man, I got a lot to do. <laughs> yeah. Round yourself out. I'll and now <laughs> I won't make you do it for too long, but just really let your, yeah. Okay. Now, now try to breathe. It felt like, it felt like my part of my heart was kind of missing and it was just going to the bell and throat, but it just, it was just closed. Like it wasn't exactly. passing through here. That's what I felt. That's exactly what's happening. Oh. And you totally got it. And so when we spit, when we sit and spend a lot of time, so yeah, exactly. You are encountering physical resistance because your diaphragm can't move and breathe and up and down as so well as it can. Massive difference there. It's so restrictive in the slouchy position. Yeah, it is. It's actually 30% more difficult for you to breathe deeply when you're in that rounded position. So that's significant because we need oxygen, right? And the, the breath is obviously carrying the prana throughout the whole body. And so when it comes back to the heart, when we slouch, it actually has an effect on our mood and our energy level. So not only are you, you know, limited in how much oxygen you're getting to your brain, but because your body and mind are so connected that if you are sitting and you're slouched, your body is sending the message to your brain. There's lots of neurons that go back and forth that, oh, you know, I'm not breathing very well right now. I'm kind of stressed out and I'm in a posture that I'm in when I get sad or I get tired. So your body signals that back up to your brain. Your brain's like, well, the body's telling us this. So maybe that's true. Okay. You know, and so there's this constant feedback loop going from the heart to the mind. And so just even becoming aware of your posture and holding that in that open position is so powerful and healing for the heart space and for the heart chakra. So that can be, you know, really easy tool to just kind of plant that seed in your mind of getting up more often, opening yourself back up, breathing deeply. And that is so nourishing for the heart. Mm, that is so beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing exercises. I love that hands-on experiences in our conversations that we can feel it right away. I was just so shocked right now. And I'm a guilty sometimes. I'm like, oh, just sitting and then I'm sitting down but then like in 10 minutes you again going back and i think that's we all you know guilty now they even created those technology where you can like place on your back and it will mm -hmm. vibrate if it's certain what is angle. it called angle yeah the certain yeah. angle will pass it will be like vibrating <laughs> yeah it gives you a little <laughs> and you're like oh okay <laughs> so so important but i feel like once you feeling the difference like you showed us you're probably going to be way more aware of it as opposed to just not really know what it does to your body. And mm. right. How are our, let's talk about how our heart, how is that represents in our business, right? How, what is this in the extension of our business? Well, from a physical perspective, we kind of talked about that, the posturing, the body language, because we have a lot of communication that happens through our body language, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we are in that open position and we are kind of, I kind of think of it like a Care Bear. Do you guys remember Care Bears, the way they'd like beam out their love? So they all had this thing on their belly and that was kind of their magic superpower and they'd send it out. So your heart is the same sort of like beam of energy that all the chakras are, but so the sending out that beam of energy and so if it's closed off you're not in that magnetic attractive place whereas if it's open and you are really being 
aware of you know the energy that you're bringing to the table physically mentally emotionally and you're allowing that to kind of be expressed then that's going to change your interactions with your clients whether it's virtual in person which is going to change the way you know you're communicating your message because you're coming from that open expanded place but it really comes back to the natural qualities of the heart chakra are love and compassion and joy and empathy and gratitude and so it's really allowing us to share from that place and i think one thing to really think about which is the message and the you know the core teaching of the heart chakra is unconditional love for ourselves. And that really is important that we are nurturing that relationship with ourselves, so that we feel strong within ourselves. We feel like, okay, I can do this. You know, I'm proud of myself for what I've done. And if it didn't go the way that it, like Amy was talking about, you have to pivot, you know, sometimes it didn't go the way I wanted. So, okay, what can I learn from that and how I can move forward? And so we can really learn to internally, you know, nurture and validate ourselves so that we are coming at it and feeling really good and feeling really strong and feeling supported within ourselves, so that we're not always seeking that like external validation of like, I need you to tell me that it's good until I believe that it's good, right? So that's really coming at it from that pure place within ourselves will send out a different vibration and bring in the ideal clients and all the good things that we want. Yes. And I absolutely agree. It's just so, so important. And I feel like once we are dropping into our heart instead of our minds, we are so much more naturally connecting and flowing and right like as we open our throat chakra and it's, it's just, it just opens up in the conversations that we are not even aware of. It just flows through us once we are in our hearts. And now also the magic that we wanted to talk also with you today is the courage and how we, what is that leading with, you know, from the heart as opposite from the mind and ego? Right, exactly. So yeah, the heart chakra is kind of an interesting sort of transition point because you have the base of the first three. So you have that kind of grounded, supported energy, and then you have the energy of the upper three kind of, and they have meat in the heart, right? So we have that, you know, masculine and feminine energy kind of coming in together into that full expression. And so the word courage. And so thank you for bringing that up. So courage, the root word of that is core, which is Latin for heart. So courage in and of itself means to listen to the wisdom of the heart. And so we, you know, sometimes we think of courage like, yes, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to be brave and I'm going to go do it. But courage really ultimately means being able to listen to the inner guidance and listen to that stillness within that has all the answers where you can tap into your soul. And so that's really what that means. And so in order for us to kind of be able to get that guidance, we have to learn to drop beneath the busyness of the mind, as you said. And so that's where we can kind of go inwards and use the breath and, and really hold ourselves in that alignment. So we got to go out of this one into a more strong upright posture so that we have that free flow of energy through all the chakras. And so that allows us to really tap into that. So I did have another little tool that I wanted to um, share with people if you'd like, just a really quick technique that we could do. Yay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Love hands on. That's so fun. I love our purposeful woman. They all have the purpose to show us in the embodied way. Of course. And I love your tattoos. Oh, thank you. I love you. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot of them. <laughs> thank you. All right. All right. So we're ready. 
Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so this is a very powerful tool. So you probably know, I'm just going to pull this down a little bit. So in yoga, and in many different traditions, there's a lot of different hand positions that we use, right? So they're called mudras, you likely know that already, but just to remind you. So I wanted to show you one that is specifically very powerful for the heart chakra. Mm -hmm. And this is called Padma, or Lotus Mudra. So it represents the lotus of the heart right? So that each chakra has a lotus to it that expands. So what we're going to do is you place the base of your hands together. Okay. So the heels of your hands together, and then you're going to touch your pinkies and your thumbs. Okay. So just to show you, so your thumbs and your pinkies are touching. Okay. And then you're going to kind of bring your fingers together so that your hands, the other fingers are almost touching, but not quite. Okay. So bring them super close. Okay. So now you're going to pull it right in front of your heart. Pull it right in front of your heart and then sit up nice and tall. And then you're going to close your eyes. Okay, so close your eyes. And then I want you to start to breathe through your nose. Breathe slowly and deeply. So we want to take our breath to an even rhythm. So we're going to do in and out for four. Okay, so let's all exhale together. <sighs> sit a little taller and ready. Inhaling for one, two, three four. Exhale for four, three, two, one. Do another one. Inhale for one, two, three, four. And exhale for three, two, one. Try to keep your breath really steady. And I want you to picture in your mind's eye a beautiful flower, a beautiful flower. And now I want you to kind of visualize that flower like a little bud. And then I want you to go back to the sensation of your hands, pressing the heels of your hands together, your pinkies and your thumbs. And every time you breathe, I want you to kind of open the flower a little bit more, okay? So your hands really gradually though, okay? So close your eyes and you're just gonna breathe slowly. You're gonna open it slowly, kind of like you're watching in your mind's eye. You're watching your hands. You're watching the flower opening. Keep the bottom of your hands together. That's it. So spread them really wide. That's it. And then take another breath. And I want you to bring it a little bit closer. So remember, you're trying to breathe that steady breath. And then I want you to feel your breath kind of moving through your hands like you're drinking in the smell of that beautiful flower. So keep widening your fingers and feel the effect that that's having in the heart space. So we feel that expansion, that place of witnessing and gratitude, honoring your unique beauty, your perfection. So take another couple big deep breaths. One more, feel your breath pass through your hands like you're drinking in the scent of the most beautiful, fragrant flower. And then exhale slowly, good. And then you can bring your hands together and release. Excellent work. So what we do there, 
So anytime you bring your hands together, it creates a full circuit back to the heart. And so that mudra in and of itself, because it's the lotus mudra and you kind of open it and you feel that expansion, activates the natural qualities of the heart, which as I mentioned, are love and compassion and joy and gratitude. And then when you bring in that even rhythm, so when you're making your breath symmetrical or balanced, it actually starts to do the same for your heart rhythm. So your heart, your physical heart starts to beat at a very steady rhythm, which then communicates that message back to your brain. So then your brain waves and your heart waves actually sync up. And then that allows for optimum function throughout your whole body. So that's from a, you know, a physical perspective is there's an actual change that can be measured and simultaneously allows for that opening kind of like that, the flower expanding and that witnessing of yourself so that you stay in that place of presence and compassion and appreciation and love and joy of yourself first. And then we can share that out in everything that we do. Oh, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much. And Millie, I really been enjoying all these exercises. So, so wonderful. Good. Oh, you're welcoming me. Thank you. Oh, so, so good. Yes. Thank you so much. And you know, you just said that is by the compassion and all go through the heart. And I have that also. And let's see how we are aligned in our business. What we have not talked yet it's a right, we know our story and the heart is just the best place to share our story from with together with our throat chakra. And that is the one of the biggest drivers, I guess, in the business so for us. And clients tell you what they don't tell others. Right? When you're really listening with the hearts, you're asking the questions from the heart, they are just start to pouring their hearts to them. You have compassions for clients. And you're keeping your business aligned with your values. All right. Having those, the compassion for clients, I think is the most important thing. And I think being courageous, it, it is, has a lot to do with our, to be able to be compassionate all along the way we are going and achieving our dreams and still going for it. All right. Absolutely. Well, Thank you so much. You bring like two exercises. I absolutely love it. Would you share with us what you would like to share with our uh, watchers and listeners and friends today? And I think everybody will love that gift. Oh, good. Yes, absolutely. So I have a really fun gift for you all. So it's a 15 minute session. So I know we all got lots going on, but it's so important as we talked about to nourish our body and keep our spine healthy and move out of that ouchy slouchy position and make sure that we're in strong alignment. So it's a 15 minute session that actually includes, it starts with gratitude, which is a very powerful tool for activating all the chakras, but it's specifically the heart. And then we set an intention for the day. So whatever you want to cultivate in your practice, in yourself in that moment. And then it's a 15 minute short and power packed to the point yoga practice where we activate these qualities of the heart of courage and resilience and strength and compassion. So it's a 15 minute wake the warrior within practice. So it's using the warrior poses and the powerful story behind them to really understand the architecture so that you can truly embody that powerful warrior woman energy and so that you can charge into the rest of your day with that. So I'd love to gift that to you all and you can check it out and I will drop the link if you want it in the comments. I do drop the link of oh, uh, all the speakers gifts that we have and you can find the Megan this wonderful oh, what you just said of warrior woman so let's as we have a few more minutes I would love to for you to describe that what does that mean you know how to have that warrior woman 
and who is that? Who is that? <laughs> right? So you can kind of look at it as your higher self or your future self that has already charged bravely towards all of your big goals and your dreams. Mm -hmm. So we connect to that energy of the self that already has all the answers, that already can tell us the steps and, and most importantly, what we need to be practicing so that we can become that version of ourself now. So there's qualities of the warrior. So a lot of people don't realize, but the warrior poses in yoga have a story behind them that actually teach us a lot about the poses, but also most importantly about the energy that we're learning and what we're practicing when we do them. So being grounded and being determined and being focused and centered and courageous and committed and all of so many important characteristics. So that's that warrior woman that she has all of that energy within her and we each the good news is is that you already have all the qualities you need within you and that's really about bringing it to life this practice will help you to bring that to life so that you can embody that energy embody these characteristics and be that version of yourself that has already gone the distance you know that's already achieved all the things you get that information from her so you know how to show up today we know how to show up. We know what to do. We know what to say because we're getting that inner guidance. Like you said, it's, it can be, you know, also the same as really dropping into the wisdom of the heart and tapping into that guidance. So it's kind of same, same, you know, brings it all together. Oh, this is so, so wonderful. Absolutely beautiful. What would your best advice be for those who is, right, who is not sure yet with the story, how to connect with the heart or they feel a little bit disconnect? What will be the best practice? Well, the flower practice, you can always go back to it, guys. Yeah. So yeah, that one's called Lotus Mudra, if you want to look that up again. But another practice to really go in is journaling, I find really helpful. And I include that in my sessions too, because I think it's really important to realize that all of this work has many layers to it. And a lot of times, you know, we think, okay, well, I have to do this and that, and we're not really going in and, and getting quiet, like you said. So when we start to journal and we ask ourselves questions, then we start to go a little bit deeper and we start to get these insights. And so I think that's a really helpful way to do that. And as I mentioned, you know, asking, doing visualization where you kind of focus and feel yourself moving towards all of the completion of your goals and connecting to that higher self version and asking her you know there's always the answers we just have to get quiet like is there something that i should know is there something i should be doing is there something that i need to let go of and you know getting that guidance and being willing to follow through on it is another thing <laughs> the second step can sometimes be more difficult than the first but i would say <laughs> asking for guidance and using the journaling to really dive in is helpful for me and for a lot of my students Absolutely. I think journaling changed my life. And I feel yoga was such a big, big mover for personally for me when I remember I started to do yoga extensively and just learning yoga three years ago. The couple of years ago, I found that beautiful closet. I'm just crying that it's still now with the gyms are closed and I can attend it because it helped me to release so much emotions. I will go into the class and like standing an upward dog and just like start crying and I was like mm -hmm. first time I was like what's going on <laughs> are they gonna judge me people around like what well, I'm crying but it's so so important to like our body just releases all these emotions and everything and it opens up your heart and really release the all the baggage that we carry on and I feel like yoga is one of the best 
the best practices we can do to calm our mind at the same time open our heart and our body to a better version of them of ourselves to drive and be right that person in the business be that leader and be that compassion leader who people want to go for you want to connect with absolutely i totally agree because the main focus of yoga because the yogis knew that the main energy channel the shashumna where the chakras sit mm -hmm. is the most important thing for us to keep healthy so that there's always prana throwing flowing through the body so that's why yoga is so focused on moving your spine in all sorts of different ways mm -hmm. to keep that free flow of energy and so as you said it's a really really powerful way to not only stay healthy and strong but allow energy to go into stuck bits in your body like so where we hold tension or where we have you know wounds or stories and pain that gets open and so then the prana or the blood and all the energy kind of flows through it and washes it out and sometimes yeah you're right like sometimes it'll come out like a gushing river out of your eyes and you're crying and it's okay it's kind of catches you off guard sometimes but it's really powerful to be able to allow yourself to have that release because we need to that's again so powerful for the heart is things that need to be expressed right because if we hold on to it then it becomes a weight and then it can cause restriction and then there's stagnation in these areas so it's so important to have that kind of always moving through the body so that we have that openness and compassion for ourselves you know allowing ourselves to feel and then we can move forward from that place thank you so much thank you so much for coming on and uh this from maui i spent my new year's eve there this year and it was just so beautiful the energy there is just so absolutely wonderful the islands hawaii i think it's a its own seven chakras oh by the way that is so beautiful you guys when i went there and hard maui it's the maui yeah i just remember that <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my I goodness. How perfect is this? <laughs> How perfect is the Maui, if you guys don't know, I'm actually going to Ashasta, which is like first chakra of the earth next week. And that's where it all started from Maui because I decided that I wanted, there is like seven chakras of the earth throughout the, our planet. And Maui is the heart chakra of the earth. Mm. And Megan, how beautiful, right? Oh. There's no coincidence that you're speaking about. <laughs> Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you for remembering that. I totally slipped my mind and I can actually, so the crater that's considered the heart chakra, so it's Haleakala, so it's a crater. I can actually see it from my house. So thank you for that beautiful reminder and how perfect is this? And thank you so much for having me today and it's great to connect with you and everybody that's here. And I look forward to, you know, continuing to build our community and tap into this wisdom. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithdoubleldate.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses!